This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, June 5th, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Congress tried to tie its own hands last year. They had to cut projected spending or an automatic sequester would do it for them. Well, they failed to cut spending. Now Republicans want out of the sequester deal, arguing that war spending doesn't really count as spending and shouldn't be subject to fiscal constraints. Ben Friedman, a research fellow in defense and homeland security studies at the Cato Institute, says it's all spending. The president and Congress are having this sort of, uh, I guess, battle of wills and political positioning over sequester created by the budget plan that they uh, passed last year. And uh, it's funny the way it's it's coming down. There's a distinction that we need to draw between the military budget and so-called overseas contingency operations. And OCO uh, is sort of the subject of this fight. Yeah, the Budget Control Act passed in the summer of 2011, so almost a year ago now, says um, it has two forms of sequester. Uh, It says, number one, if the joint committee, which the bill created to try to solve the deficit problem and save a bunch of money, failed, which it now has, there'd be a sequester uh, that takes place in January Uh, 2013, uh, which takes money from across the board, regardless of of what the budget is for that year. So, um, and and because the Joint Committee has failed, that's now scheduled to happen, and that would take uh, about $500 billion, uh, I'm sorry, about $55 billion uh, from the Department of Defense in in the next fiscal year. Um, Then the bill also says uh, we're going to set caps for all the subsequent fiscal years until 20. 21, and if you go over those caps in spending, they'll be sequestered to get you back down uh, to the amount uh, that the cap is. So there's there's two kinds of uh, sequesters in this bill, and uh, the question is: Do the wars count? Will they be sequestered? Uh, will the funds for the wars, the overseas contingency operations, be included? And a lot of people thought no, because the bill says uh, the wars don't count towards the total in the cap. So this sort of free money, it doesn't count against the cap. But what the, the bill doesn't say is. Uh, that the wars are excluded from the sequester if it happens. So the wars don't count against uh, the cap, but if you go over the cap, you sequester across the board and the wars are included. And they're included in the sequester coming uh, unless something changes in 2013. And that is what the Office of Management and Budget said the other day, which has created this new kerfuffle uh, in the Congress. But uh, And the, the Republicans are saying, well, the, the Obama administration decided to do this. But OMB, the Office of Management and Budget here, is just sort of the referee. The law says they they determine how the sequester works, uh, so they're just reading the law. And I think at OMB they're they're doing it uh, fairly. Um, they it's reasonable to say they're doing this uh, really just reading the law and not being too political about it. But it, it does for those interested in putting more pressure on Congress to come up with a deal. Uh, to uh, undo sequestration and cut the deficit, um, this definitely increases the pressure, of course, because uh, people will be crying even louder about sequestration if it includes the wars. The strategy here is overseas contingency operation is the money that we send to our fighting men and women to keep them safe, keep them adequately supplied, and keep uh, these things moving along. But it's just challenges basic common sense that while war funding doesn't count when you're trying to cut spending, it's still spending in a, in a, a fiscal sense. Mathematically, it's just money you're spending and it's money that you're making a choice to spend. Yeah, we've developed this strange habit uh, in the last 
15, 10 years in the United States in particular, where the, the wars are just treated as monopoly money that are off the books um, to their, their past and the, the war funds come in a separate appropriation. Um, and it's, it's been a complaint of budget gurus and hawks for a while, budget hawks, that is, that uh, the last two presidents, particularly Bush, were just put money that probably belonged in the base budget, the regular Pentagon budget, in the war budget uh, to make the base budget look lower and to make it easier to pass. And so who's going to vote against the wars? Um, but um, that problem has actually gotten more acute. And the Obama administration tried to control that, and they did to some extent. They, they cut back on that. Um, through the rules they have for what counts where. But now that we have budget caps, the Obama administration, uh, which the wars don't count against, there's a great incentive for uh, both the Congress and the administration to hide essentially base costs in the war budget so they don't count against the caps. Uh, and it looks like you're being uh, fiscally prudent, prudish. Uh, and so they've done that. The, the last uh, in this fiscal year that we're in, uh, 2012, um, there's money uh, that uh, the Senate appropriators in particular, uh, but all appropriators uh, sort of moved over into the war budget uh, and hid there. And uh, the Obama administration claims that they're not, uh, they're not into doing that kind of stuff, but they didn't make too big a fuss because, again, it makes them look uh, like uh, f fiscal prudes when really they're not. Barack Obama has never really made a secret of the fact that cutting spending deeply is not a high priority for him. Mitt Romney, on the other hand, has tried to project an image of somebody who's going to get serious about cutting uh, federal spending. But at the same time, he is going around the country saying things like, well, I'm going to reverse these quote unquote Obama era defense spending cuts. Yeah. Uh, the Obama era defense spending cuts so far have amounted to maybe two or two percent of the defense budget if we adjust for inflation. If we don't adjust for inflation, the uh, defense budgets have continued to go up. And by the way, uh, the reduction that we've had in the last two fiscal years under Obama in defense spending has not really been the administration's choice primarily. The administration submitted defense budgets that would have continued to rise in real terms as the Congress through continuing resolutions uh, that sort of um, essentially froze defense spending. It wound up being a little bit uh, growing a little bit slower than inflation. So we had effectively for the last two years a cut. And then the Obama administration would like to cut defense spending under their future plans over the next decade by about 8 percent. Now, that uh, most of that time, Obama uh, either – well for a large portion of that time, he might not be president. For some of that time, he won't be president. It's a pretty small cut. Uh, so Romney is exaggerating the extent of the cuts. Then he says he'd like to spend 4% of GDP on defense forever, uh, which would entail a massive increase in defense spending. Um, and of course, he also says uh, he doesn't want to uh, uh, raise taxes. So it's not clear where all those uh, how he squares that circle. And it looks like either there's going to be a big increase in deficits under Romney or he's going to do the politically – what seems to be incredibly politically difficult and take, take it all out of entitlements. One real irony here is that the Congress could uh, undo sequestration. There's all this concern particularly on the right about sequestration. The Congress could now undo it uh, simply by declaring war. The federal code uh, going back to the 1980s says uh, that a declaration of war undoes sequestration. Uh, but of course, Congress doesn't declare war anymore and Republicans in particular are opposed to declaring war. So the very people uh, who are making the most noise about this, Buck McKeon and the other Republicans who have the most control over defense policy on the Hill, uh, aren't using uh, a main tool at their disposal to deal with this sequestration problem. Ben Friedman is a research fellow in defense and homeland security studies at the Cato Institute. You could read more on our bloated military budget at our website, cato.org.